You know how teenage boys sometimes deliver newspapers in their neighborhoods because it's such an easy job? First of all, it's not an easy job. Second of all, I'm not a teenage boy. I'm a woman in my early 20s, and yes, I competed with teenage boys to keep them out of my paper route. If my paper route was in any normal neighborhood, I wouldn't be so protective of it. But I belong in this neighborhood. It should be mine, because this is where all the rich people live. If you enjoyed the story, be sure to leave a like and subscribe to our channel for more insane content. Every day I biked around this place, I felt like I was home. I used to belong in a place just like this, before my dad gambled all our money away. I imagined I was biking around in a yellow sundress until I realized I completely forgot to throw my newspapers on people's lawns. And then I had to awkwardly bike back to the beginning of the street. It's not like nobody's watching either, because all these rich old men love seeing a young woman biking around in front of their homes. I would have complained, but they did give me huge tips. My favorite mansion was at the end of the street. It's an amazing, luxurious, and stunning place. It almost looks like a palace. Sadly, the old man who lived there was the only one who never looked at me. Not even the one time I got off my bike and rang the doorbell to give him his newspaper. He was a crusty old man, but I wouldn't have minded dating him if it meant I could live in his mansion. I always scratched my head whenever I rode past that place, thinking of ways in which I could make it mine. One day, I saw the mansion's maid. It was super early in the morning, and she was rushing to work. Then I noticed something. She kneeled down at the side of the road and took something out of her bag. It sat on the grass. Then it started running around. It was a dog. Was she bringing it to work? I knew a maid and a gardener had been fired from one of the mansions nearby for bringing their pets to work. I started paying a bit more attention to the mansion and the old man. One time I biked past and the man was telling off his gardener for giving his front lawn the wrong fertilizer. He was really upset about it. His face looked like it was about to explode and the gardener was shaking. That's how a plan began forming in my mind. I waited until the maid went into the mansion to work. Then I slowly got off my bike and walked through the side corridor that led from the front lawn to the backyard where the gardening shed was. I heard a few little whimpers and I knew I was right in my suspicions. The maid hid her dog in the shed every day and then grabbed it on her way home. I could see the old man walking on his treadmill through the window, and I knew the workers were busy making everything perfect for him. I grabbed a shovel from the gardening shed and got to work. The lawn was so soft and delicate that it was incredibly easy to dig up holes and pull the bushes and flowers in some places out of the ground. The next step was releasing the little creature from the shed. I then bolted to the other side of the street and went about my paper route. Around 20 minutes later, I was back at the mansion witnessing the old maid getting yelled at and fired by the man who looked like he was about to have a heart attack. I went straight home when I finished delivering my papers and put on one of the few dresses I kept from when I wasn't poor. I grew up rich, which had some advantages and some disadvantages when it came to becoming the old man's maid. I knew how to charm and be polite because I had to be the perfect, delicate, and sophisticated woman from my first word. The interview went famously, but then I realized I had to actually be a maid. I had a simple uniform, so clothes weren't an issue at all. The problem was, I grew up with maids. Do you think I ever learned to do as much as wash a dish? Of course not. I had to sneak off and watch an online tutorial on how to mop floors. Then I did it, but of course it was sloppy. 
The old man frowned whenever he saw my work, and I could feel how much he wanted to fire me when I spilled something or when the floors were a little dusty or dirty in some other way. He started being kind of rude to me, muttering that I was useless or that he should have found an older woman to do this. Because girls these days don't know how to do anything. It pissed me off, of course, because I was trying my best, but I didn't say anything. I didn't want to risk losing the privilege of even being inside this gorgeous mansion. When the old man was out on business trips or meetings, I used the pool, the tennis court, the library, and even his shower sometimes. It was risky, but it was thrilling. Not gonna lie. The old man still didn't like me though, and I was pretty bad at my job. He was finally done with me when I messed up his coffee one morning. How do you mess up an espresso? All you had to do is push a button on the machine. He shouted at me. He had veins popping out of his neck and his forehead. He looked like a rabid dog. I was surprised he wasn't foaming at the mouth. I'm leaving. I want you out of this house by the time I get back. And don't you dare show your face here again. He shouted while putting on his extremely expensive jacket and walking out of the dining room. I panicked. Damn it, what am I going to do? I can't go back to feeling poor, I thought. I paced around the kitchen, cleaning the counters, a habit I had developed to cope with stress. The only times the old man had been happy with my work was when my rent was due soon. I figured I should leave everything tidy. Not for him, more for my ego. I was putting his clean suits in the closet when I noticed something. First, the place was huge. It was bigger than my entire apartment. The more important thing I noticed was that the walls were hollow and the vents were enormous. A light bulb turned on inside my head. I ran down to the kitchen and grabbed food that didn't need refrigeration. Then I grabbed my purse and all my stuff and some clothes I had stashed in the gym for when the old man was at home. I felt crazy while I did it, but I wasn't going to leave this beautiful place. I crawled into the vent and that's where I stayed. My phone was charged and I had a book with me, as well as food. If I couldn't work here, I was gonna live here in the vents and spaces behind the walls. You're probably thinking, how did you not get bored? How did you have enough food? How did you survive living in vents? Well, I couldn't have done it without having worked for the man. I had his entire schedule memorized, and the only thing that ever changed was the occasional meeting. But that just gave me more time alone. I would walk around the house, get food, swim in the pool, and do all the stuff I used to do. Except now, I wasn't cleaning, and I wasn't getting paid. But how did I avoid the maids? I got them all fired. I knew exactly what the old man hated, so I sabotaged each and every one of the maids he hired. Soon enough, he didn't trust any maids in his home unless he was there too, which meant the house was completely empty when he was out. I was living my best life. Until one day, I was in the kitchen and I heard the front door open out of nowhere. Grandpa, are you home? I heard a man's voice echo through the mansion. I grabbed the bowl of cereal I was eating and climbed into the vent in the kitchen. The cereal almost fell out of my mouth when I saw the perfect <gasps> specimen of a man walk into the kitchen. His face looked like it was chiseled out of marble. He was dressed casual, but rich casual, which is completely different from broke casual. He was the old man's grandson. He walked around the mansion looking for his grandfather, and I followed him around in the vents. He then put the bag he was carrying in the guest bedroom and went to take a shower. Of course I didn't follow him there. That would have crossed a huge line. The old man came home later and they had dinner. Now this interested me. 
I climb through the vents toward the one in the dining room and listen closely. How long will you be in town, kid? Asked the old man. I had never seen his features so calm and relaxed. He went from being a rabid chihuahua to a calm old pug. The young man, whose name I still didn't know, replied that he'd be there for a few months at least because he wanted to take a break after just having finished his PhD. I really wanted him here, but it kind of complicated the life I had going on here. You can stay as long as you want, Ricky, said the old man, putting his hand on his grandson's shoulder in a fatherly way. It was kind of adorable, but then I remembered this man was actually the devil. I watched Ricky every day. I got bored sometimes before he came, but now I had all the entertainment in the world, especially because he was super into movies so I could watch a lot of them through the vents in the home theater. I loved everything I saw him do. He ate like four peanut butter and jelly sandwiches a day. And his laugh was so loud I could hear it even when I was in a vent all the way on the other side of the mansion. I started falling for him, and he was such a nice guy that I really wanted to talk to him. All I needed was for the old man to leave so I could get some time to charm Ricky in some way. God, even our names sounded great together. Erica and Ricky. Both grandson and grandpa went out one day, which was the perfect time for me to strike. I went into the old man's study and onto his computer. I had seen him put in his password countless times, so that was no problem. His email was full of important stuff. And you know what I did? I deleted everything. The worst was the newer emails that he hadn't checked. And some of them were pretty urgent. I listened closely in the vents as the old man got a call later and freaked out. Something had been messed up in one of his offices in Europe, so he had to go fix it. Don't worry about it, Gramps. I'll take care of the house, said Ricky, just as I expected. I recycled the same strategy I used on the grandpa, but this time on the grandson. I put on some cute shorts and a nice casual top and applied for a job as the pool cleaner. I had the manners of a rich girl, but had developed this laid-back and goofy attitude from having to laugh at my problems when I became poor, which I knew would be refreshing to Ricky, because girls of our social class hardly joked around. He hired me after talking for like two hours about random stuff, but I didn't do much cleaning. He would come out and take a swim when I was about to start working, and then he'd ask me to join him or grab a bite to eat with him. I could tell he was into me, but I played hard to get. Soon enough, I wasn't the pool cleaner. I was his girlfriend. Just imagine for a second the face the old man made when he came back and saw me in his pool with his grandson. Now I didn't hide in the vents. I walked around freely, and the old man hated it. He would step on my toes when I wasn't wearing shoes, or he'd spill my glass of wine at dinner. Dinner was the worst. He'd make little quips and jokes, hinting that I was a gold digger. Your hands are destroyed. Did you ever have a job cleaning? Must be nice having a billionaire boyfriend after having been so poor. He'd say. Ricky never really paid attention or caught on. He wasn't the brightest when it came to such things. The old man was digging his own grave, though. He didn't realize that I had already gotten my way three times in this house. First, getting his maid fired. Then, living here rent-free. And now, dating his grandson. Oh, Grandpa, that's the fifth time you spilled something today. I'd say sadly whenever he spilled stuff on me. Ricky started getting concerned. I overreacted with every mistake the old man made, or everything he forgot when it came to work. He didn't forget. I just deleted it from his computer. Ricky had him going to loads of different doctors, and with me as a witness of the old man's drifting mind, they gave him medication for all different kinds of mental stuff that old people get. 
Thing is, he didn't need them, so they just made him loopy. That must have been the reason why he made that terrible mistake. The mistake that took his life. He took an odd combination of his meds one evening, and the next morning he was no longer with us. Ricky was heartbroken, but he was slightly relieved that his grandpa wasn't suffering anymore. The house was quiet for weeks, but I managed to lift our spirits eventually. Ricky now owned the mansion, and I had freedom to do whatever I wanted here. I was basically the owner of this mansion. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking I poisoned the old man, that I gave him the wrong meds on purpose. But I would never. I would do anything to keep my privileged life in the mansion of my dreams. But I wouldn't poison an old man. I'm just an innocent young woman, right? <laughs>